And hello, hello. Welcome to the Gay Racing Podcast. I'm Zach here, and with me today is, as always, my wonderful friend. Alex. Yeah. As always, <laughs> it's me at New Gaiden. No surprise. Yeah. I changed my Twitter at actually. Um, it's no longer at Dreamy Zach Racing because it just felt stupid. Um it's now Dreamy Zach 28. Um, 28 mm-hmm. as in Davy Allison, 28 as in Yates, 28 as in Larry Mack, um, legend. Larry, Larry Mack. Mack, yes. Um, so I'm basically Larry Mack now. Um, yeah. So, hi, guys. <laughs> Larry Mack um, fan account. For Larry. Larry, I Honestly, I am a Larry Mack fan account. That 28 means so much. Um, <laughs> Chase Briscoe times two. So, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so it's, what's the date? It is february 23rd oh my god already anyways yeah february is almost over yeah yeah my birthday's next month um anyways oh (laughs) um the daytona road course happened last week um but over the weekend i had you had a little meeting i had a meeting with a special someone um not a one-on-one meeting but it was pretty (laughs) it was pretty small um i i talked to this dude his name's bubba um on zoom mm-hmm. you've probably seen it on twitter because um or doordash Reddit. doordash put all of this together by the way so shout out to doordash i've used them um not sponsored to, yeah i've used them before <laughs> uh, when i'm in richmond and i don't feel like going out because i never do mm-hmm. i never feel like going out the house um but i want food i go doordash not sponsored just saying they're cool mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah no doordash they they hit me up because well they they said oh we saw that you're a huge bubba fan and it was in response to a tweet where i was like bubba could win seven championships and racist ass people would still discredit him so apparently that makes me a big bubba fan <laughs> i do love that was weird it, because you don't tweet about him much i don't i thought that was funny like i like him he's just not like one of my favorites yeah well he, yeah he's like like I didn't care for him before like the the Black Lives Matter stuff because at that point I was like okay no this is cool this is important but before yeah. that when he was kind of quiet I was just like mm, he's cool but I just yeah. neutral on him um although he does play video games um but yeah no uh so DoorDash invited me to a Zoom meeting that happened before the Daytona Road Course race as like a meet and greet mm-hmm. and a Q&A with Bubba um, so it was me, um, Noah, Cornel- yeah, yeah. Noah Cornelius was also there. Um, Devante, I know him from Twitter. And then some other people I like met through it. I now follow them on Twitter, which is cool. Um, one person had Denny Hamlin's butt as his background, which I thought was yeah. really fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you yeah, know, um, I, I talked to Bubba Wallace, like no cap. And um, DoorDash well, thing. Yeah, they they asked me to like prepare a question, and I kind of didn't like what I prepared. Um, so I wanted to ask Bubba. Kind of obviously, we have this podcast, and I wanted to kind of ask about not just LGBT but diversity in general. Like I was like, mm-hmm. I think I what did I ask him? I was like, when do you think that NASCAR will truly be diverse and have more black drivers on the grid? LGBT drivers and women drivers um and I also asked him what he thinks NASCAR could do to uh kind of accelerate all that 
and it was really weird because I was the first one to go. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That's the I, worst. And uh, and my questions <laughs> seemed so deep. I was like, oh no, man, this, I should have. Oh, but anyway, just been like, what's your favorite video game? Like, you should have just that would have actually kept oh. it simple. I think it's probably like FIFA. He was playing FIFA. He said he was playing FIFA. I don't know. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm Bubba's best friend now, so. <laughs> um, no, he, he, I, I didn't like his answer, but, like, I understand it, because it was kind of like, I don't think he really knew what to say, and that I feel like yeah. that's kind of on me, because I think I realized Bubba, he's not, he doesn't want to be this diversity savior, um, like, he's mm-hmm. speaking up when it is important, and last year it was important, and this year going forward, He's, you know, he's accepting that, yeah, he is the black driver and he's representing um, something for so many young black kids that want to get into racing. Um, Mm -hmm. But more than that, because basically his answer to my question was like, um, he said that NASCAR is open and he's right. Like Mm -hmm. NASCAR itself is open to it. It's Mm -hmm. just the culture around it. I mean, I feel like, I mean, especially Bubba, I mean, he gets booed at driver intros almost every week Mm -hmm. um or at least he did at like the bristol all-star race um and stuff so it just makes me think like i don't know i feel like he i mean you can't i almost can't expect it from like everybody to know that homophobia is still like a prevalent issue like you almost don't realize it until it happens to you like even i sometimes can kind of forget about you know how relevant homophobia is until i like hear about someone's parents kicking them out of the house just because they're gay like and stuff but besides yeah. that he said nascar is accepting and i i was like yeah hmm. i just like i don't know he didn't really answer all my questions but honestly again i it's not i don't put that on him like i kind of i feel like i shouldn't have asked him that question anyways it's kind of like yeah. not the space to do that i don't know but i just wanted to see what he would say which i don't know yeah. and i appreciate him i mean saying anything at all obviously like you don't get right. that opportunity every day i might well, never speak to you him told again. me you told me something that he was kind of talking about coming out is such a hard thing for gay people to do mm-hmm. and he kind of related that to being like coming out as like I don't know, like this beacon of like mm-hmm. being like the black driver. He kind of related it to that. Yeah, I don't think it was if if what I understand how it was. That doesn't sound as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably just didn't like you said want to be this whole pillar of diversity. Yeah. He didn't ask for that. Um, but I don't know. I think it's good that you asked him just to like see what he'd say. Yeah, and he sure. he said um, and he said he kind of put it on like on like us like people like me to like come out and like mm-hmm. be out in the sport which you know we were obviously doing um yeah this is the yeah. gay racing podcast if you didn't know yeah. <laughs> so like i'm sure bubba would like say this is what a good thing would be to do yeah because like so. without this there's not really other yeah gay racing podcasts because really there, so i think he's trying to say and he's kind of right nascar i mean nascar can do stuff like pride promotions they can do stuff like that i hope they do more this year i think that'd be good um that's the only thing nascar can really do honestly but like they just need to do it because they haven't really done it that much um yeah like make more pride t-shirts pride stickers on the car like that's all you need Um, even just a sticker would be really cool 
Yeah. Um, like if I don't want to compare it to Memorial Day, but like we get all that for the Coke 600 and right something right. little, like a sticker mm-hmm. at least. Like I don't need yeah. like the NASCAR salute sticker, but just like yeah. I am NASCAR the rainbow. Like that'd be mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Um, it was cool though, but um, just it's it still hasn't sunk in that I talked to Bubba Wallace. Um, yeah, like that's like the second time I've like really I guess met a driver. Like I met Kyle Larson. Um, I didn't really meet him though. I just got a picture with him at Richmond, which right also doesn't feel real. Still, um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know about you, Alex. I hate meeting drivers. It just makes me so nervous. I I just I feel like such a burden. Yeah when I meet them because I know mm-hmm. that like I'm the 1000th person they've probably seen today and oh right you know I've met Ryan Blaney twice uh both at, at this Menards meet and greet thing mm-hmm. they're just like sitting at these tables and they like sign and take pictures and stuff well I've also met Paul Menard and like Austin Cindric, but I didn't like them at the time <laughs> so like they were there but uh Ryan Blaney's really nice like he signed my I have a PPG flag on my closet door um, you know, they like try having a con- little conversation with you. And I've met Christopher Bell. Um, you met Christopher Bell? When did you meet him? Yeah. He, he was at a, tr- they had the, at truck races at Kansas, at least. They have like 16 of them all at a table together. Oh. You walk around and just sign them. I had a Kyle Larson shirt on. He's like, I love your shirt. I'm a big fan of his. It was really Aww. cute. I've been thinking about that all week because they won the row, the row course. But yeah, I don't really... The second time I met Ryan, I was very nervous because I actually had something for him to sign. Mm. <laughs> um, it's like, okay, so I, I want it signed right here. And I'm like, oh my God, am I being a bitch? Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, I get like that too. Yeah, but I was with some, I was with Kim, our friend Kim that mm. day. So like, I was easy anxiety a bit, but other than Ryan and Seabell, I haven't really met any drivers like that. Yeah, I like talking about this because at Richmond, Richmond 2019 fall, that was the only time I had really had the chance to meet drivers. Um, yeah. And I, my friend met more drivers than I did. I was kind of like, I don't know. Again, I was just kind of, I just didn't want to do all that. Actually, Cap, I, t- I got to ask Brad Kislowski a question. At you Richmond. did. Yeah. I, there's a video of it on Twitter somewhere. Um, I asked yeah. him, how does the package change racing at Richmond? He gave me a you know, pretty decent answer. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I, but my friend, she got a picture with Brad because that was her favorite driver. Um, She also got Kyle Busch to sign her ticket and we hated Kyle Busch at the time. <laughs> so it was really funny to us. Like we didn't hate, hate Kyle Busch. It was just like we hated him right. on the track. Uh, but <laughs> mm-hmm. God, oh, that's so funny to me now. Oh, And then oh, oh, Chris Busher. I don't, I didn't tell anybody about this, but I had an awkward exchange with Chris Busher where. Really? I asked him for a picture. But my camera uh-huh. wasn't switching. Oh no! And then he said, "Too slow." And then he moved on. <laughs> it made me feel so shit. That's funny. Anyway, he's probably um, like, "I got places to go." He does I don't? I'm play Chris Buster. I have to go. I just felt <laughs> shit. I was like, "Oh." Mm. That, that was before I met Kyle Larson too. I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> what if it happened with Kyle Larson? You I got a picture died. of I would have died. I would have jumped onto the track. <laughs> And nope, I'm done. I, I can't. But luckily, oh, Kyle. I remember when I asked Kyle, I was like, hey, Kyle, can you can you take a picture with me? <laughs> I was so nervous. Oh, my God. 
Oh my God. See, when I met Ryan Blaney at Menards, like they're pretty much doing pictures with everyone. They're like, do you want a picture? Like the PR guy. Yeah, because that's a different situation. So, yeah. yeah, like it was made for that. Like you just met Kyle Larson who's like walking by you or something. Yeah, he was walking. Yeah, I should explain because it was like he went to the stage where they were like interviewing drivers. And then when he was walking yeah. back, he like took his time to. But he basically was doing every fan, which was, you know, cool. Um, yeah. I appreciate that. But I didn't have him sign anything. I, in fact, I've never gotten mm-hmm. an autograph from a driver. I don't know why. I just don't care for them, I guess. I, I like pictures more, um, personally. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do, oh, can you take a picture of me? Oh, can you sign this? Oh, yeah. Can you also sign this? Like, that's right. I hate that. Right. Nope. Like, but, the second time I met Ryan, he signed my flag and I got a picture with him. I'm mm-hmm. like, is this too much? I don't know. Uh-huh. He was really nice, though. Yeah. The Blaney first time he was like, nervous. He was like, he was like twitching his like Sharpie he had in his hand the first time. Really? When did you? I don't think he first? was. Um, twenty eighteen. Oh, yeah, I guess that was his first. I don't think. Well, I don't really. think he was like. It was like the week after, or was that the? I don't know. I think the he Roval? won Talladega twenty nineteen or whatever. Yeah, he won but, the Roval twenty eighteen though, so maybe it was. I don't know. Like he, I don't know. I don't know. It was like his first season in the twelve car, I think, or yeah. second season. So like he was like starting to get a lot of more a lot more fans. I think mm-hmm. he was just second year that he was so chill. <laughs> yeah. So that's really cool. He, Blaney seems he, like he a chill a, guy. He put his arm around my like shoulders. Like <gasps> it was cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um that's yeah. a cool talk about meeting drivers. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I went to a taping of NASCAR trackside one time and Austin Dillon was there. Ooh. So I saw Steve Burns, Larry Mack, and yeah. uh someone else whoever oh, else wow. stayed up there that was cool mm-hmm. yeah i've seen a, i saw a lot of drivers at richmond like i saw kurt bush sign um stuff at a fan merch a merch trailer um there was a line wrapping mm-hmm. around it i was just like oh it's kurt bush um yeah i saw him at the benedetto um mm-hmm. you in person about that story um <laughs> kyle bush uh did i see martin i don't think i saw martin i saw a cut cardboard cutout of martin that was fun <laughs> mm. um but yeah no like Rich- I the, one more thing i i've also there's like this nascar fan walk obviously this is all pre-covid by the way right yeah but they like this fan walk thing it's like a red carpet for all the drivers and crew chiefs and stuff this was the day that joey logano spun matt kenseth <gasps> this was that race oh um so like all the drivers have to walk down this to go from the driver's meeting to pit road they're like required to go on this at the time okay so all these drivers, Jeff Gordon sprints through there, speed walks, doesn't sign a single thing. That kind of motherfucker. My, grandma. my grandma's a huge Gordon fan. He just Whore. didn't acknowledge anyone. Fuck Jeff Jimmy Gordon. Johnson <laughs> is signing every single person's thing. King. Um, Agno- Dale Jr. signing literally nearly everything. Um, Kyle Bush signing nearly everything. That surprised me. I didn't like him at that point, but yeah. And then Everyone I has remember that this is just very random i saw jason radcliffe who was matt kinsey's crew chief i'm like why did i really specifically see him and then like the 20 car got wrecked by logano <gasps> oh. i was like oh, i foretold that something was gonna happen you had a raven simone moment i did i did <laughs> it was like him on the pit box throwing his headset oh my god yeah. that's crazy <laughs> but yeah um but yeah, I, anyway but talking about that now i really do miss going to races now because that yeah, was cool too. Um, I mean, again, I still go to one, but like yeah. fan interaction stuff, I miss. 
Yeah, like again, I hate meeting drivers. I hate it. I'm just I don't like meeting famous people. I want to be the famous person. <laughs> I just I don't I don't know. It makes me feel a type of way. We'll do a gay racing podcast meet and greet. Yeah. Oh my god. And... <laughs> I want to go to Martin. That's a joke, by the way. Me too. Anyways, um, <laughs> moving on. Okay. We didn't. I did yeah. not expect that to. No, go me into that neither. That was fun. But it was fun. Um. Well, so, yeah. let's talk about the Daytona Road Course. Yeah, since that we'll, clusterfuck just happened. So Christopher Bell gets his first win, yeah. first season with uh, two back-to-back winners since 1950. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the battle for the win, but I did not like how we got there. What do you think? <sighs> I don't know what to say. You saw my tweets, or if you didn't mm-hmm. see my tweets, here's the here's the deal. They threw a caution for rain, except it wasn't actually raining. So they threw a caution mm-hmm. for no reason. So then Chase Elliott pitted. People didn't pit. Um, Chase Elliott and Christopher Bell are in the back of the field. Chase Elliott gets pushed off the track because they're going four wide in the infield section on a restart. Yeah. He, he, Chase Elliott and Christopher Bell, they had a battle shaping up for the end of that yeah. race. And then they threw the caution for no reason. Because so... The reason for the caution was so teams had the ability to put on rain tires if they so wished. Meanwhile, Jeff Gordon and Larry Mack are up in the booth laughing at the idea. Yeah. So the NASCAR rulebook says that NASCAR, NASCAR will throw a caution if it rains. But like it also says if the track is like neat, if NASCAR believes it is necessary for rain tires, but they're not going to mandate they do them. They're laughing in the booth at this. Yeah. The track was not that wet. It's dumb. <laughs> And first of all, they should let the teams decide if they want to put the rain tires on in the first place. It shouldn't even be a rule. Yeah, like every other series. Like, if it starts raining, they just... Like, people don't understand. If it starts raining, they they can just come to pit road and do a green flag pit stop to rain tires. Boom, that's all you have to do. And let's say Chase Elliott wants to stay out there and it's raining on the slick tires. Sure. Yeah. Like, why not? It makes it interesting. That's the transition. Yeah, the transition period. You never know. Like, yeah, that's interesting. That stops raining. That's the most interesting part of rain racing. You don't need, you do not need cautions to make racing interesting. We don't need 15 minutes of caution at the Daytona road course to make this interesting. Do you know what was interesting about the Xfinity race Saturday? Ty Gibbs was the class of the field. He did not need cautions to make a story. I'm so tired of NASCAR, dude. I'm so mm-hmm. tired. Like what Ty is Gibbs this? drove what a I know. Drove, Ty Gibbs drove an incredible race. Yeah. That whole thing. Like I know Almondinger and Cindric getting damage really allowed him. He was probably the third I best car. About that. That but, whole mess. <laughs> and Cindric was driving with the whole half of his front end gone. But I mean, that last restart, Ty Gibbs what, gained like what six spots? Like yeah, he, he had to go through restarts too, but, which yeah, well yeah, mm. but NASCAR only used it. They manipulated this rule they have in the rulebook for no reason to throw yeah. a caution because they didn't like that Chase Silly was ahead by like what three seconds over Christopher Bell. Mm-hmm. And Christopher Bell so, was actually challenging him. Like, yeah, Christopher Bell was nine. actually closing. Yeah, like it wasn't. There was 18 laps to go at the Daytona road course. That's like a lot. Um, yeah. That race was far from over. And, and 
even if Chase Elliott did finish by three seconds ahead, who cares? Not like, every race has to racing. be this fiasco. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm, I want to watch a race, not entertainment. I was really, really enjoying this race until they did that. I know. And it's like, oh, so the truck race was a shit show. Awful. Zero out of ten. Xfinity race was better, but they there's still a lot of cautions. Same, no yeah, reason. same like symptom. It was awful. So then the cup race, I'm like, oh my god, it's actually not terrible. Like they yeah. had, the, the start was a little rough, but it's pretty good. There's strategy and like there's all sorts of, then it starts raining and like, oh my God, this is gonna be so cool. They throw a caution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, then they wreck a couple times, we wreck up some cars, but Chase Hill, the dominant car gets spun out, which wouldn't have happened without this caution. Um, I don't know. Like I, I'm glad that Christopher Bell won because he was probably the second best car there and he was yeah. actually challenging for the win. If this would have been like I don't know if Michael McDowell would have won again because he finished eighth, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, that wouldn't have felt right, you know. Um, so I think Bell winning made this race a lot better, like left a better taste in my mouth than yeah. it would have. But also, like he but... should have been able to kind of it would again, like Ty Gibbs, it would have been a lot cooler if Bell had the opportunity to beat Chase Elliott to get his first win. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Not he. Yeah, he beat Joey Logano, but Logano had older tires. Like it wasn't like, that yeah. interesting. And Logano wasn't a threat all day either. Yeah. Like Chase Elliott was the car to beat and got taken out because of these cautions. Yeah. Because it's a it's chaos. It's I mean someone described it as yeah. like super speedways basically on those restarts. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I think double file like, restarts at road courses are a little. Yeah. I don't know. Who wants to watch this? Like I don't get it. Who are they trying to appeal to? I don't know why like, people the on TV Twitter ratings just ca- the TV ratings just came out 15% people less people 15% less people watched the t- Daytona road course compared to Las Vegas last year yeah. the second race of the season like like who are they trying to appeal to I don't understand people are still sucking NASCAR's dick that oh well all all racing is entertainment and all racing is manufactured no, no no and then some guy on Twitter was like Oh well, what forest does Formula One grow in if it's so natural? The what? What? That doesn't what? make any sense. I'm like literally just saying, don't throw a caution. Fest. You don't have to throw a caution for everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm t- I'm so tired. Like F1 has wreck fest sometimes. That is true, but it's yeah. not like it's not like uh, they throw a caution because someone's like way out of the way. Like oh. That's an opportunity. Like, no. Yeah. But in random debris cautions and yeah. they need And they also yellows. have local yellows. They need to do something yeah. about the yellow situation because th- we can't do this at Root America and Coda and Yeah. Well, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who it was, but some NASCAR exec went on Sirius after the race and said that NASCAR does not see local yellows as an option, which I find very ridiculous. That's cap. Um, because like, for example, when Tyler Reddick's car caught on fire, that's a good reason for a full course caution mm-hmm. that I understand when a car hits the wall really hard. That's a reason for a full course caution. I yeah. Think, just to make sure the driver's okay. Right. But I don't know. Let me think of something like if someone spins on their own and they're like off the track, do we need a caution for that? No, no. 
And I hate when they stall, but then they get fired back up after the caution comes out. That should be a penalty. Yeah. Like you should, if in yeah. fact, I they, feel like it should be a NASCAR rule. If you bring out a caution, you go a lap down. Mm-hmm. Because at dirt tracks at dirt tracks I went to, if you and like if you spin out and you stop, which causes a caution to come out, they put they uh, and they like intentionally did it. They put you in the back of the field, but if you do it again, you're out of the race. Yeah. Period. Um, and there's also a thing too. if you cause three cautions. This is at least one of the local tracks went to. If you cause three cautions, like not intentionally, whatever, you're out. Like you get That's three strikes, you're out. NASCAR um, needs that. Yeah. And like that was a big problem at this track I went to for a while. Like cars would spin out, then they just sit there. Yellow comes out, they floor it, and they're going again. They yeah. kick them out. So. Because that's not racing. That, that's that's how they handled it. That's literally Clint Boyer, yeah. like Richmond. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's so dumb. But like the problem is NASCAR likes that. They oh. love yellows for no reason. Like, oh, it's exciting yeah. because I want to see cars going four wide through the Daytona infield and wrecking yeah. the best car because that's entertaining. No, it's not. I don't want to see Corey LaJoy win because everyone else got wrecked. Right. It's not fun. It's not right. Ra- that's not racing. That's just not racing. It's like Corey didn't earn that. Like if the no. seven car drove up there like Ty Gibbs did and just passed everyone, like hell yeah. But that's no. yeah. When an underdog wins because he earned it, which Ty Gibbs mm-hmm. earned that, he had the fastest car. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yes. Not this bullshit. I, I'm just, I'm obviously very disappointed because I was enjoying Sunday's race and then mm-hmm. NASCAR decided to officiate the race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they just, I'm a racing purist, obviously. They just need to let the races happen. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say on it. I'm incredibly disappointed. They, they need to just like put the rule book through a shredder, start over. I think they need including to be... the double line rule at the Daytona Talladega. I know that wasn't an issue for the Daytona 500 this year, but yeah. get rid of that too. They just need to go need back local to yellows. They're trying yeah. to be the WWE like, or something. The rules are too complicated. Then they make them up as they go. Like, I don't. I don't know. And no transparency. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of bad races, let's talk about the Daytona 500 too, because we didn't get to record last (laughs) week. Um, So honestly, okay, listen. I was loving the start of the NASCAR season until it actually started with the truck race. The the first official points (laughs) race, even though the Mm -hmm. duels count points, but I don't count that. The truck Mm -hmm. race was ass because they kept wrecking. Yeah, truck race was horrible. Um. This is on the oval, right? Yeah, the oval. oval. Yeah, both both truck races this year have been awful. Yeah, Um, Xfinity race. Well, also trucks. I mean, Daytona it doesn't count, but like the road course practice, practice. They need practice. Bring back practice. That probably stop a lot of these wrecks. That's like so NASCAR's like, oh well, that's good. We like wrecks, so yeah. Or at least do like a thirty-minute warm-up, and if. Here's the thing. The argument is, well, teams don't can't right, they can't right. bring backup cars because COVID, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, here's the thing. If they wreck their cars by themselves on a 30-minute practice run, they were probably going to do it in the race with other cars. Like, you know, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, back to the Daytona Oval 500, whatever. Um, truck race was well, let's ass. talk about the duels real quick. Oh, the, du- Let's talk oh about the duels. Oh, my God. Not Twitter. So, 
not Twitter not understanding how the rules work. So you and I were actually in the minority who actually liked the dual races, right? Yeah, I think. I don't really remember them at this yeah. point, but they were pretty good. Right. But I was them, so Amarola hyped. I'm like, oh my God. And Dylan, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the finishes so, were good. That's why. I really liked them. I'm like, oh my God, NASCAR's back. I, this is like the first restrictor plate races, not restrictor plate, but super speedway races that I actually liked. I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. They're not wrecking a lot. Mm-hmm. And the qualifying stuff, I was so excited watching that because you, you had these guys trying to race their way in. Austin Sendrick was at risk of not making it in. Like, I, I was pumped up. I, would, I loved watching this fold out. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan Priest and David Reagan right, qualified in on time, right? Yeah. Unqualifying the night before. But they could also race their way in and not need their qualifying speed. Yeah. It's like they order of operations. Like, yes. you race your way in and then it goes to qualifying. Yes. Because to because na- and it's been like that since literally since I've been watching NASCAR. I watched the 2007 duels last year. Yeah, it worked the same way. Like they racing your way in is more important, and then it goes to the guys who qualified in on time. Because it used to be like the top yeah. two in the duel in each duel, mm-hmm. and then it would be two from qualifying. So it'd be four yeah. from the races, two from whatever the qualifying. Yes. So everyone was mad that. Ty Dillon didn't make the race yeah. in the second race, um, but Taz Grala did. Um, and Austin Sendrick. And Austin Sendrick. Yeah. So, be- so because Ryan Priest raced his way in, that went made Austin Sendrick's qualifying time now the next fastest. Yeah. So he got the race then. And then the same thing happened with David Reagan. David Reagan was the highest non-charter car that got the race in. And that moved qualifying times down to Kaz Grala. So, sorry, the 96 just wasn't fast enough in qualifying, nor are the duels. Yeah. Do I, do I think that Ty Dillon should have been in the race? Yeah. Yeah, because the... Rick Ware racing was ridiculous. Oh my God. Derek so, Coe? Horrible. Oh, like, there, God. there's two issues here. Like, the charter system needs to go away. Yeah. I don't... The problem is not that it's on a 500 qualifying and dual stuff. Yeah, because it's been like that problem. for years. Everyone pointed their fingers at that. That's not the problem. That's not the I, problem. No. It's been like I, that forever. And I don't think that's the reason. That's not, that's, that's not the argument. Like, it's, it's just been like that forever. I, I don't think that's the right argument. Well, I think it's a really cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're People right. Are... It's not the right argument for it to be right. But it just. It just, I found it funny that Twitter just did not know it was a thing. And right. They were confused. And even drivers like Chase Elliott got on Twitter like, I don't know it worked like that. Like, you fucker, you're going to make them all. You're literally the, the champion now. of NASCAR and you don't know how. Like, <laughs> did you not watch but, the duels when you were a little, when your dad was in it? Like, did, did y'all not know when Brian Keselowski's whole ordeal? Like, God. come on, y'all. But. I don't know. I I really like it. I really love the format. It's like if you're do the if they got rid of the charters, right? And it, let's say you have to be, I don't know, like top thirty fastest, right? Yeah. And let's say they take the top five qualifying and top five from the duels or something. Let's for an example. Yeah. They got rid of the charters, so top you have to be top thirty in qualifying, so you're locked in. Then they go thirty first to thirty fifth. You can yeah, get locked in on your speed. And then 36 to 40th, you get locked in through the duels or something like that, right? Yeah. That'd be a lot better because then you might, 
you might have someone who went slow. Like, let's say, I don't know, Kozlowski, for example, was just really slow in qualifying for some reason. He'd have to race his way in. That'd be cool, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, it's The charter system is what y'all are mad at. You're not mad at this format. I, You just don't, I don't know. You just didn't understand how it worked. I guess. Yeah, it's weird because... Like, um, I get it's confusing, but, like, I've always known it. So I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, this makes perfect sense. But I liked know. when no one was locked into the Daytona 500 a few years ago. It was, like, before the charter system where you had to finish top mm-hmm. 15 or something in the duel. And then it went back on, I think, some drivers got on time, and then it went to last year's owner's points. Um, so just right. in case, like, the champion can't miss the race or whatever, or, like, the top right. four in points. Like, I lock, think it was, like, top... There was a top thirty-five rule too, which I yeah. which wasn't a, which is basically the same as the charters, but like Rick Ware wouldn't have made the top thirty. Yeah, yeah, example. it was like two thousand twelve. They changed from that to like it would be the top thirty-six on speed. They make it period, and then for normal yeah. races, they fill the rest of the field with the highest guys and owners' points. So if you right. wanted to start the race, you had just had to be top thirty-six. Which I don't know if mm-hmm. I like that much because then it's like. If you have bad owner's points, you kind of have to do above and beyond just to get in. But whatever. Right. Um, I don't know. I I personally really like it. I think it worked the way it was supposed to. Um, well, yeah, obviously. None of the Rick Ware cars should have made it, though. Mm-hmm. So that's my opinion on it. Um, I know a lot of people don't agree with us. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, the fast. it should be the fastest 40 cars. It's the, it's the biggest stock car race in the world. Like, um, Derek Cope would... At the minimum, Derek Cope should not have made the Daytona 500. Yeah. That was ridiculous. He wrecked on lap I'm glad three. he wrecked out early. I'm glad he did because he was a safety hazard. Get yeah. out of here. The way he yeah. was like literally stopped on the track when they're all flying, that could have been horrible. It made Truex jerk to the middle lane. Yeah, I think that, that did cost Truex that duel win. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, that sucks. Um, no, yeah. So, But then the 500 happened. Um the, well, the yeah, truck race was awful. Xfinity race, I don't really. Who won? Xfinity race was boring. Oh, Cindric won. It was okay. The boot, the booth was fun, with Tony Stewart and yeah. Clint Boyer up there. The banter but... was good. I I remember Harrison was leading. I was hoping he would win, but he didn't. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. The, oh yeah, yeah. People hated the Xfinity race because it had like the Gen Six, the classic Gen Six racing of the bubble, which I don't yeah. mind too much because it's better than the Cup chaos um yeah there wasn't a bunch of wrecks it was kind of boring though yeah the cup know. race so they wreck well the cup <sighs> race they wrecked a lot they wrecked on lap 15 took out half the damn lap field 15. which i just that was embarrassing it's the age it was embarrassing right. and you know everyone everyone kind of blamed that on christopher bell which like I don't think you can blame anyone because that's just how this racing works and that NASCAR pushes for this to happen so they can use it in their ads. I think, I don't know, so. <laughs> like you could say Christopher, but I mean, I feel like Bell went through not that bad of a push, but it just didn't work. And yeah, here we go. But that's, that's just how this cars. racing goes. Yeah. One little mistake and half the field's gone. Go. So. so that's fun. Um, at that point i was just like lol <laughs> like yeah both my guys were out of the race blaney and bowman so i yeah, was like then, okay then they train race which train racing i don't yeah. mind because it's kind of just a natural like 
again, I'm a racing purist. If the drivers are train racing, then they're train racing. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get that with super speedway racing because they don't want to wreck. Yeah, but it got interesting, especially in the last stage when they pitted. Um, Strategy. And also they were like, try, like the guys that weren't leading, they were saving fuel. So then when they got the pit, they didn't have to fill the car up as much. I found that super interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like basically Denny Hanlon dominated the Daytona 500, but what costed him that win, or at least a chance at the win, was mm-hmm. the fact that there was only like two or three Toyotas. Um, so he pitted. Yeah. And he came out of pit road with no help. And then the Fords went right mm-hmm. on by him because they pitted together and they got out of pit road on their outlap and they were drafting mm-hmm. together. It was so interesting to me, that pit strategy, yeah. just what would happen with pit stops. Like, that's why I don't mm-hmm. like stages either, because I'd rather see the cars all just make green flag pit stops and just see what happens from it. Cause it can create right. some really interesting like strategy. Um, but yeah, um, then obviously we, we all saw the final lap, which it took me a while yeah. to digest. Um, yeah. What do you think about that, Alex? I'm gonna, I'll let you go first. What do you think? Well, I was really thinking that Brad Keselowski was going to win this race. Me too. I, I really thought it was his race to lose because he was in the best spot in second. I thought if he, that Michael McDowell is going to give him a push. I was yelling the TV, like the 34 is going to push him to the win. He's going to get around. He's going to get a run mm-hmm. on Logano. Um, they come down the back stretch and, you know, cause Leslie gets that run that I thought was coming, but you know, Logano gives a block as he should, like what's he supposed to do. Um, and it causes a huge wreck and there's a giant burst of flames and uh, Michael McDowell comes around and gets the win. Um, mm-hmm. I was horrified at that crash. I thought that oh, was, yeah, it was really bad. bad. I thought someone got um, hurt. Yeah, me too. Um, like Kislowski and Kyle Bush had really, really hard hits. I was relieved they got out of their car. Mm-hmm. I didn't care who won the race at that point. I was like, oh my God, are they okay? Um, everyone was okay, which is good, obviously, but I don't know. Like, I didn't really care that Michael McDowell won. I guess I don't really care about him personally. It didn't feel right. <laughs> Like it didn't no. feel like Trevor Bain winning, no, or Michael Walter. Like, that winning. was cool. Like, like it, it's cool, right. but mm. like I, I did call an underdog winner. I did say that. I've been saying that like this on this podcast for a while. Um, I said Ryan Priest, not McDowell. I was close, but um, yeah. What do you think of that last lap? So, what I came to the conclusion. So. I watched this one angle of it. It was like straight on and it looked like Logano didn't really block. It looked like he really just got turned by the two because the two got pushed by mm-hmm. the 34 and then the seas parted for McDowell and stuff. Um, it was weird, mm-hmm. but I think here's the thing about Logano. He, I think he probably blo- blocked a little bit. Like I think he went to the left a little bit and his car mm-hmm. turned, obviously. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Denny Hamlin last year won the Daytona 500 after not throwing a block. And here's the, like, here's the thing about the plate racing, whether it's a throw a block or not for this package, if you throw Mm -hmm. a block, you're probably going to get wrecked. If you don't throw a block, you're going to get passed. What's better. You kind of almost just have to take the L and just get passed Mm -hmm. because they're going to get to your bumper. It's there's no bubble of air. They're going to get to in real. That's why I thought Kozlowski was in the best spot because he, yeah. 
I watched Real Radman's video and he called it the impossible situation where there's nothing for Logano to do. And I, you know, I agree. There's nothing really good for Logano to do in that situation. It's just being the leader here sucks because you're going to get wrecked or passed. Getting passed Mm -hmm. is the better option because, again, we saw Hamlin last year. He got passed by Newman and Blaney, and we know who won that race. Um, Mm -hmm. So I feel like Logano... Or if I feel like the drivers need to learn that blocking is not, it's not safe and it's actually not strategically that smart here because you're just going to get wrecked. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Which, I mean, some drivers will say it's been that for years. Like, oh, they're just throwing bad blocks. But with the old package, if you block somebody, the, the bubble of air pushed you out ahead. So it made more sense. Like Dale Jr. Mm-hmm. perfected that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's just yeah it's it's just super speedway racing but it's worse now it's so much worse no i agree these drivers they have a lot like the 2001 it's like it's all like the 2001 package Mm -hmm. which is kind of grim when you think about it but it's a lot like that because the runs they get are just massive yeah and there's like nowhere to go because block the drivers are blocking now like they're just so used Mm -hmm. to it and I'll be curious to see how it, great how like the package is for Gen Seven next year. Um, if they change yeah. anything, like, I don't know. What I, don't to know. Do. I think they have to like like let air get under the cars and stuff. I think that's why the bubble form. I'm not sure what what the Gen Six makes the bubble form, but mm-hmm. this can't. This is well. Number one, it's not sustainable. I said that on Twitter. It's not sustainable in every mm-hmm. sense of the word. Um, we can't keep wrecking 30 cars every race. We can't let this happen until someone dies. Yeah. Like it's that's going basically to... that's basically what we're waiting on at this point, I feel like, unfortunately. Like I say this. They've a gotten lot. so lucky. They've gotten lucky yeah. with Newman. They've gotten lucky with how how many crashes have happened that I don't... we're like concerned about now. Like I don't know how much worse Newman could have gotten for them to consider something because yeah. what other like oh did he have to go into like a coma like and sorry if i'm triggering with the talk about i should i should probably talk less about it but you get my point i'm um, apologies for that but like yeah I, like what had to happen for for that to mm-hmm. i don't get it i don't get i don't it. know like the, they they lowered the hurt. speeds down by 10 percent yeah not, not 10 percent but 10 miles per hour mm-hmm. which i think really made that crash at the last lap this year a lot less bad as it would have been which is good but you know like we had austin dylan's flip a few years ago Mm -hmm. ryan newman's like i don't know kyle larson's crash in 2013 injured fans which that was an xfinity yeah that was bad that was bad we can't kill some fans Um, out here either that's i mean hell look back we had carl edwards crash at talladega that also injured some fans like we can't dude we can't this is not sustainable. <laughs> like these races are just pure entertainment. They're not really racing, in my opinion. Yeah. Like it's a skill. Like Denny Hamlin is probably one of the best we've uh, will ever see for the yeah. racing. I but... like still think it's kind of racing. Maybe not this package, but like like Dale Jr., Joey Logano, and Denny Hamlin, they know how to win these races consistently. I just wish it was like more tame. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure how you do even do that. Like, well then. 
everyone would be like, oh, there's too many trains. It's not, there's no, nothing yeah. interesting. So I, I don't know. know. I don't know what they do. It's just, I feel like we're just, it's like we're waiting for another tragedy. It's I feel plate. like so. when I was a kid and watching plate races, like, yeah, they wrecked, but it was like, they wrecked once at the end of the race. They didn't wreck this mm-hmm. much. And I don't know if it's a driver issue. Like, again, yeah. I think the drivers, they need to stop throwing blocks so much. Even without the safety stuff, let's talk about all the wrecks. They just wreck all the time. It's I know. not fun to watch. It's not fun to watch. And it's again, it's not sustainable for the the, the team owners to build yeah. these race cars just so they can get junked up. Right. And it's just not entertaining to me. No. Um, like Talladega last fall was the one of the worst races I've seen. Absolutely. The Daytona 500 was awful. Blue balling was awful. But yeah. Yeah. Well, NASCAR's made me grumpy now. So, <laughs> but I, I well, again, I really enjoyed the clash and the duels. And then, oh, yeah. The, the duels were fantastic. And then the truck race them. and the, the 500 and. And then this road course yeah. nonsense. What? Come on. And we have NASCAR. so many of them now, which it, I thought was good, but like they need to fix their rules. Yeah, like road course. It's, we had some yeah. good battles Sunday, mind you. We like did. we did have some really good battles. Like the racing, the actual racing is good, mm-hmm. but not the actual race. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. <laughs> All right, moving on though. Um, well, shall we go to the rapid fire questions? Yes, Zach? sir. Okay, I'm ready for. So them. we've had, we've had lots of uh, surprise winners mm-hmm. in the, every decade. So first question for you is who's going to win the Daytona 500 in 2031? Ooh. Well, that's a good. Go question. ahead. I'm thinking about it. Uh, who's even going to be driving? Uh, who's going to be an underdog? Who's someone that's like new that will probably end up being like Michael McDowell? Um, <laughs> shoot, what are a new Rick drivers? Huh? <laughs> Quinn Half. Quinn Half. Quinn Half. Yep. Quinn Half, 2031, Daytona 500 winner. Yeah, it'll be like Michael uh, McDowell, I'm pretty sure. Should NASCAR go back to noon start time? This is a hot topic last week. Go Probably. Ahead. Yeah, because Probably. like there's, I mean, 1 p.m. at least. Um, mm-hmm. Because just in terms of weather and people at the track, it's just better. Um, getting home earlier right. is better. I love races that end at nighttime. I do. Um Mm-hmm. but it's just not sustainable like <laughs> not right. i keep saying sustainable no it's just not obviously it doesn't work with weather in the area like it's just not maybe right. if for at least the florida races when or any area that's a threat of rain like i think they should just do it at 1 p.m like last year poco then, ended at like fucking dark so yeah. that was dumb if they're gonna start at three they need to add like lights to all these tracks oh I think, definitely yeah at the very least um, why is Denny Hamlin your new favorite? So because many reasons. On Twitter, you've been kind of deeming this. Denny Go Hamlin, ahead. I love him. So, number one, his personality is great. Number two, I love his paint mm-hmm. schemes. Um, especially his day 2500 paint scheme was really nice. I loved it. It, mm-hmm. I, it was so pretty. I used to love his like FedEx color paint schemes, like how they were different colors as a kid. That was my mm-hmm. one of my favorite paint schemes. Um, he's from Virginia, which is my state. He's from Chesterfield, Virginia, which is right next to Richmond, which I go to college. Um, He's cool. He's got a a big butt. He's, (laughs) um, and he's got, he's, he's, he stands up for himself. Cool. And he's kind of cute. 
That's it. So, uh, speak of Denny Hamlin, NBC's kind of making him mad today. So NBC Sports today is saying that Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin should be worried about Harrison Burton and Ty Gibbs upcoming. Should they? And then who gets booted next from JGR? I'll give you a two minutes on this one. Should they? Um, I think maybe they'd be worried. I don't know because all three of them have sponsorship. Truex, Mm -hmm. I think maybe because he's kind of on the decline right now without Cole Pern. Um, That's the only reason they took him over too is Cole Pern. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. It's, <laughs> I think, I think Truex low key, I think I'm a little bit worried about him. Um, mm-hmm. what was the question? So should they be worried and who would be the yeah. first to go? Yeah. So yeah. I think Kyle Bush is more of, like Kyle Bush and Denny Hamlin. I think they have lifetime contracts. I don't know if Hamlin, I whatever. think it's like Jeff and I think yeah. it's like Jeff and Jimmy at Hendrick. I agree. I don't know if like, Denny can like because think about Denny and Kyle they've been there since 2008 Truex mm-hmm. has only been there since 2019 like it's different yep. and again Truex is on that decline he's only won one race since he lost Cole Perner mm-hmm. um, I would be worried if I was Truex I think there's a chance that maybe mm-hmm. they demote him to like a second Toyota team because the problem is Toyota needs more drivers or more teams too right. but JGR will always there are, the there are rumors that 2311 there are rumors 2311 wants to expand yeah so because I, oh. I, I i do think about harrison moving up i think honestly him doing another year or two in xfinity is not a bad thing right um, like there's they no reason hence he he's to, doing that with cindric yeah like there's no reason he needs to go cup racing um if anything mm-hmm. when 2311's ready to do like uh, a second car they could do a part-time effort put Harrison or right. Ty Gibbs in the car. Just, you know, experiment. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, Toyota needs more teams. I think Truex, though, I th- I can see Harrison replacing Truex. And then Ty Gibbs, when he's ready to go to JGR, because he'll go to JGR. He's, it's literally in his name. Yeah, so, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think when Kyle Busch retires or Denny Hamlin, which will be, you know, maybe mm-hmm. five years, which, oh, that's crazy mm-hmm. to think about. Um, Ty yeah. Gibbs. I, th- I can see Ty Gibbs in the 18. So I was telling our friend Kyle earlier that um, I think they're going to put Ty Gibbs. We're past two minutes, by the way, but I don't care. We are past that Ty Gibbs are going to move him to Gibbs, but they're going to have Kyle switch to the 54 car and give Ty the OG Gibbs number 18. I think that'd be really cool. Whoa! Wait a minute! And then, like, maybe Denny takes the 11 with him to 2311. Like, maybe when he retires or whatever. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I wish it was like affordable for Kyle to like bring KBM to Cup. I know. I want to cool. see more Cup teams, and like back to forty-three cars. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. That won't happen until they get rid of Chargers. I feel. I know. It just would be so cool to see like, or at least I don't know. But yeah, Kyle in the fifty-four would be cool, and also like especially if Denny takes the number eleven to twenty-three eleven after he retires. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he takes that number, then yeah, the fifty-four. Ooh. Why yeah. do they have the fifty-four? Why is that number a thing? I think it's a Kyle Bush thing. I don't. But uh, why? That's why I think. Mm-hmm. I think because it was nearest to fifty-one, but it wasn't Maybe. available when he started KBM and Xfinity. I don't know. No idea. Well, one more question for you: What's your favorite weeks of Speed Weeks? I'm going to include weeks because I'm going to include the Daytona Road Course, which I'm assuming is not your choice. Yeah, <laughs> probably the Clash. 
Okay. Probably the Clash because it was the most pure race. Or maybe the Xfinity Road Course race. Okay. Yeah. That was fun. I did like mm-hmm. the Xfinity Road Course. That was pretty good. Cool. Yeah. So race picks, just the we made these over text. For the Tony Road Course, I picked Blaney, which I was like, oh shit, that didn't work out. But then Chase gets wrecked, so I get the point. Fraudulent <laughs> caution. Fraudulent caution. Mother. So I am two. I have two points, and Zach has zero. The points yeah. are we decided. Uh, if you get a win, you get three points. Like if your driver like literally wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you finish best of the two of us, you get one point. Mm-hmm. Then you get zero otherwise. Yeah. And we're also, so I, I think we're doing it like zero. Like we have a cup points, and then we're gonna do an Indy car points, and then we might yes. do something for F one. We don't know yet. Um, yeah, we're I not doing. We're Xfinity I think we're going to do like trucks. a podium for F1. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to bother with Xfinity or trucks. It's the that's... same people every week. Yeah. So. F1, we're thinking of doing like a podium because, you know, Lewis Hamilton, we don't want to do that again, just always picking him. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, IndyCar probably going to do it for its own point system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so I got to think can, about this. You'll be able to pick first, right? And I'll say mine right after you. Because, Wait, uh, what? Like, are we are we saying it at the same time? If you want to, because that's fun. I gotta think about it. Though. Okay, okay. I think okay. I know I'll who I'm you. gonna pick. Uh, but we're going to Homestead Miami Speedway. That just sent me back to the the NASCAR <laughs> inside line opening. Homestead Miami Speedway, <laughs> where the chief. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who is gonna win. All right. I okay. I don't like my pick. Who's won there the past few years? Yeah, okay. Hmm. It's weird because it's the first like normal race of the season, too. So I have That's no idea. True. It's on a mile and a half. All right. I have faith. All right. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Three, two, right. one. Denny Hamlin. Austin Cindric. Mother. The cup race? Oh, what? Wait, why am I thinking of Xfinity? Why? I meant Joey Logano. I meant Joey Logano. <laughs> I was thinking of the 22 car. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> God damn it. I'm an idiot. I meant Joey Logano. I was Logano. so confused. I was like, he's not in the cup race, is he? I meant Joey Logano. God damn it. I almost said him too. Oh, I know why you picked him because he's won the second race of the season for the past like how many years now? Or he won Las Vegas and stuff. That was my thought. Yeah, he won like the first regular season. <laughs> why did I say Cedric? I meant I was thinking I the know. 22 car. I, anyway, I wonder, I'm wondering why you said Cedric, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, yeah, I picked Joy Lagan, you picked Hamlin. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> My reasoning with Hamlin, well, obviously he won there last year, but JGR seems to be pretty good there. Um, mm-hmm. Especially with the pack, the two races they had with the package, they... What, did they finish 1-2-3 at the Championship 4 race? I don't know if they did, but obviously they were pretty good. Um, I almost... I was going to pick Harvick originally because like mile and a half yeah. and stuff, but um, I don't know. I feel like Logano... He's pissed off after the 2500 still. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just lost the road course. He, he, Logano could have had two back-to-back wins if things went a little differently. Yeah. So I think Logano's going to be kind of pissed off and 
going to run away with it. Yeah, and I think Logano won the last, uh, well, not the, he didn't win Texas, but Kansas was the last package race before that. Mm -hmm. And this is on the other package, isn't it? No. This is, no? No. (laughs) I thought it was. Alex, no, it's not. (laughs) I wish it was, Alex. I I wouldn't be lying to you. I would be. I I thought it was Homestead, Darlington, and Nashville. Is it just Darlington and Nashville? I'm pretty. I don't think it's Homestead. No, it's just Darlington and Nashville. Well, it's just fuck. the tracks under a mile and a half. <laughs> well, well no, that makes your pick better because Logano's good at blocking. That's true. That's tr- you're good. You're <laughs> good, Alex. That's, you're good. That, that's that's how he won Kansas. You're right. That is how he won Kansas. <laughs> no, um, but I'm so disappointed about it, though. Oh, it's just. Yeah, I mean, I mean at I'm least so it's Homestead. Blamed right now. At least it's right. Homestead, but. Oh. Nashville is going to be such a good race. Darlington. Oh, my God. Darlington. Oh. Yeah. Oof. Mm. Oh. I'm so excited <laughs> for Darlington, bro. Oh. There's two Darlington races this year. Oh, One's my God. May. I don't know how I feel that's with so the throwback fun. race being in May. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll see uh, how it's going to be weird. I kind of like it, though, because they won't have the throwbacks in the playoffs. But uh, I guess, yeah. Well, anything else? Before we wrap it up here, I do want to like mention we've had a lot of people like reaching out to us um, with like their own experiences being gay in the motorsports like industry, and um, mm-hmm. we're gonna reach out and invite you in the show. Um, maybe starting next week, we don't know yet. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so if you're, I, I didn't forget that if you're listening, I didn't forget. I'm just, we're just, you know. Like, we didn't yeah. even get to do an episode last week because our schedules weren't working together. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, Homestead this week, I hope I enjoy the races better because yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hate NASCAR. I really don't. I, 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 right. I was having fun. I Honestly, I've had fun with the season back. Um, yeah. But then NASCAR just did things, and I'm upset. But it's okay. Our Lord and Savior IndyCar will be returning in about – couple months yeah. so apparently f1's back in a month too which i didn't realize um is it yeah oh. bahrain which is fun um so i'm gonna see yeah. lewis hamilton sir lewis hamilton sir lewis hamilton <laughs> um but yeah i think that's it from the gay racing podcast today um yeah talk about some good stuff i love talking about meeting drivers that was fun um, that was fun that was fun yeah i feel like we're forgetting something i don't think we are um but yeah, I hope not everyone enjoyed I listening. Um, but yeah, we're going to have some guests the next few, well, not the next few weeks, so we'll see. Um, I don't want to... Yeah, we want to get people on here for sure. Yeah, we, we, me and Alex have been talking about it. Um, but also, if you have a experience um, being gay in the motorsports industry or just have a story you want to tell, um, mm-hmm. message me on Twitter um, or Alex on Twitter. Um, our Twitters are going to be below. Um, again, said my, earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, y'all take care, be safe, um, enjoy homestead. Um we'll see you next week. What else is going on in the world? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all take care. Love y'all. See you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.